From the Art FM WXOX studios in Louisville, Kentucky, this is That Driving Beat. My name is James. And my name is Uwe. And this is your weekly 1960s mod, soul, rhythm and blues dance party. Stay tuned.
Thank you for joining us for another episode of That Driving Beat, produced by WXOX Art FM. We started, as we always do, with Willie Mitchell doing uh, our theme song, That Driving Beat. Came out on high records out of Memphis, Tennessee in 1965. I followed that with Otis Redding doing a James Brown cover. Papa's Got a Brand New Bag, 1968 on Atco. And I played Gladys Knight and the Pips with Just Walk in My Shoes. This one on the British Tamla Moton issue from 1972. Well, what we do every week around this time is bring uh, bring some 45s from our collections down here to the studio and try to get a little radio dance party going. Uh, you're going to hear mostly upbeat stuff. We do squeeze the occasional uh, slower, slow dance uh, kind of thing in, but mostly upbeat stuff with that driving beat and... Uh, Soul, rhythm and blues, garage rock, mod, British beat, all that kind of stuff. That's what you hear on here, mostly from the 60s, sometimes into the late 50s, into the early 70s. Just whatever sounds right, whatever we want to play. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, sometimes it's a moving target. It's just whatever, whatever record we want to, uh, we want to show off. Whatever yeah. we brought in our little box. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last couple of weeks, we've been, uh, been talking about how we're, we're playing a lot of things that are new to our collections. We do that a lot on the show because we're uh, we're out looking for records a lot and uh so everything i play this week is going to be something that i've added to my collection um or maybe an upgrade copy uh just in the last couple of well 
so maybe a couple of months ago that I got them. And some of these actually have been like in a box, in one of my boxes that I've needed to sort for oh maybe years. And I finally got got around to going through some of the uh, some of the, the the things in some of those boxes. But it's going to be the first time that I've played any of these on this show. I think that I have today. I still have some of my quote unquote new stuff too, and I will play some of that. But then I also dug into my kind of my favorite box. Ah, good. Play some of the best of, the best of what I like. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. What, what I just think it's it's great, and uh, so a lot of that you probably heard if you listen to our show regularly. Uh, so not that much new stuff, and then uh, also bringing playing you some Malena Shaw, who sadly passed away. She did. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we don't always uh, uh, do a shout out to people who we play on the show. Who have uh, who passed away in the previous uh, in the uh, previous week? Um, because we're playing old music, and a lot of these people are have already left us, and uh, unfortunately, um, none of them are young, and uh, they're, yeah. they're 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 <laughs> they're leaving us uh, more and more, and, and we did we did lose Marlena Shaw. Well, yeah. So we'll, also we'll Mary Weiss from Shangri Las passed away too, and yeah. So I'll play some Shangri Las too. I'm sentimental, and if I have them, I want to play them. Sure, so, for sure. Here we go. Well, we'll get into that later. Um, for now, though, I'm going to play one from 1968 on the Blue Rock label, part of the Mercury Record Company. Here's Junior Parker with I Got Money.
Sharon Soul, You Found My Weak Spot, came out on Coral in 1966. Johnny Nash doing Understanding before that, 1965, on his Joda label. Before that, something I just purchased on f- a couple of days ago. Um, that was... No, I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking on the list for Solomon Burke. There he is. Yes, it's Solomon Burke. I don't know why I couldn't see that. Solomon <laughs> Burke is right in front of me with Save It on Atlantic from 1968. And Junior Parker started that set off with I Got Money, 1968 on Blue Rock. Coming up next, uh, one by the Dixie Cups. This is a B-side, B-side of their hit Eco Eco or Ico Ico, however, however you want to say it, uh, on the Redbird label from 1965. Let's uh, let's play that B-side. I'm going to get you yet.
When I say I'm in love, you best believe I'm in love, L-U-V.
That was Sheila Ferguson with How Would It Happen? And uh, that's a very interesting record because it, you know, you know, your radio station copies that were given out to DJs and radio stations or test pressings, which were test pressings. And nobody got those. They were just, you know, so they could find out if the quality of the record. Yeah, that was for the for the, the record label to just list, get a couple of copies to listen to before they pressed the real ones. Well, this one just has a typewritten label on it and uh, actually the number on it is different from what actually came out on the on the stock copy. It's yeah, it's not even a real catalog number. So, uh, but yeah, it doesn't say that it's a test pressing. It also doesn't say advanced copy or promo or anything no. like you'd expect it to. It's just a weird copy with a typewritten label. I'm very happy to have it because yeah. even the stock copy is worth some money. It's a it's a rare record. I don't have a copy. Yeah, I, yeah. I might I might have to put that on um, the rare soul validation side and see what people say. I, I I think I when you got that years ago, I posted it on the the rare 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 soul nerd site. And everyone was like, oh, I've never seen one. That's, that's really cool. I mean, you know, they all thought it was, you know, it's, it's authentic. It's real. It, uh, well, I know it's but, real. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's, uh, it's cool. Before that, you heard uh, Ruby and the Romantics doing Our Day Will Come, 1963 on the cap label. Uh, we were just talking in the studio. Both of us had always kind of thought that was one of those kind of uh, traditional pop standards that uh, everybody did and that Ruby and the Romantics did. But that's actually the first version to ever be released. I, I only found that out today. Uh, and then some, some other people covered it uh, after that. Uh, but, the, you know, they had a little bit of a bossa nova kind of arrangement to that that, that made it work really well, I think. Uh, one, uh, one cover you may be familiar with, Amy Winehouse actually did a cover of, uh, of that song, Our Day Will Come. Uh, she put a little bit of a, of a reggae ska kind of, a, kind of arrangement to it that, uh, that worked really well, too. But uh, that was the Ruby and the Romantics original, Our Day Will Come. Before that, in memoriam of Mary Wise, the lead singer of the Shangri-Las, the Shangri-Las give him a great big kiss. 1964 on Redbird. And also on Redbird, we started the set out with the Dixie Cups, doing I'm Gonna Get You Yet. Switching gear completely. Yeah, let's uh, let's get a little harder edge on uh, on things for this next set. Uh, although this is a, a cover of a Burt Bacharach and Hal David song, so... You know, no, known for kind of easy listening, uh, uh, you know, le- I guess less less edge, le- less edge kind of songs. But uh, but this is a, a cover of one of theirs by uh, by the band called Love out of uh, California. My Little Red Book, 1966 on Electra. Precious love, I can't go on. Where can love be? 
Gary U.S. Bond Bonds There's an S at the end there Gary U.S. Bonds I Wanna Holler uh, was released in 1987 on Le Grand Records and uh, yeah we don't know when it was recorded it came out on a jukebox record with one of his big number one hits on one side uh, kind of like uh, Yesteryear reissue and then this showed up on the on the flip and never released before it is the only way you can get this record only way on vinyl yeah on vinyl yeah it yeah is. and it's just fantastic i'm so happy that uh, somebody gave it to me I'm yeah i, I managed to dig up two <laughs> copies of that oh, you so did i uh, that. so i That's passed one uh, passed one on yeah you know ordinarily when you're when you're digging and and, and you see these these oldies uh issue reissues they were pressed in the 70s 80s maybe even early 90s and uh you know it's just it was it was issues for people to put in their jukeboxes or i guess for, for to sit around and, and play but uh issues of oldies and usually the those were just you know the songs that were hits uh, maybe with their original b-side or maybe they'd put two a-sides together and and you don't uh, we don't usually have much use for those oldies reissues uh because usually if something was big enough to be a hit to begin with you don't have to look very far very hard at a flea market to find an original copy because they sold a lot of them. Um, but yeah, for whatever reason, that one ended up getting a B-side on it that had never been on a, on a, a 45 or even an LP back uh, back in the 60s. We don't, we don't know how that uh, how that turned up as a B-side <laughs> out of the vaults uh, on on the on the on the back of, of New Orleans, which you know, if you want a copy of the original uh, release of New Orleans, I, I can get you three of them tomorrow. Um, but uh, yeah, I, that As was I want to holler. Because, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I'll just because I probably have them in my house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're so grateful that they issued that record. Yeah, that somehow that one snuck out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before that, a British group called the Hi Fies with a song called "I'm a Box," uh, 1967. That one came out uh, on United Artists in the U.S. Now they were a British group. They were one of one of several, maybe many British groups who uh, who realized uh, in the 60s that. Uh, they could probably make a better living and uh, be, you know, bigger stars in Germany than they could in Britain, um, because lots of people were doing what they were doing in Britain, and and uh, uh, Germany was was hungry for it. Uh, so the High Flies moved over to Germany, uh, released one album and several 45s on the Star Club Records label, which was part of the Star Club, where uh, the Beatles and a lot of these uh, '60s bands played in Hamburg. 
Um, and uh, they, this one single uh, came out, obviously, in Germany on Star Club. And it came out on a radio station promo in the U.S. on United Artists. From what I can tell, it never actually came out as a stock copy that would have been in the stores. So I, I, I think they were probably trying it out, uh, pressed up some promos, sent them out to the radio stations. It sunk without a trace, and they never even bothered putting it for sale in the stores, I think, is, uh, is what went on there. Um, but we played it on the radio. The Hi-Fi's, I'm a box. Before that, out of California, the Rumblers. I don't need you no more. Down in 1962, and they were a surf band, but that one is more garage than surf. Still has some surf guitar in there, absolutely, but uh, I, f I found very much more like a real good garage yeah, rocker. Yeah, I like that. Uh, Love got us started with their version of My Little Red Book, 1966 on Electra. All right, um, I'm going to play another British one next. This one actually on, on the British issue. I think I bought this at a charity shop or something uh, on one of my trips back to Britain in the last few years. The Moody Blues with uh, And My Baby's Gone, 1965 on DECA.
comes to Strange Love is Carolyn on Bang Records from 1965. Moody Blues before that went with And My Baby's Gone. And uh, we can squeeze one more in before the top of the hour. Just want to uh, thank you for listening to that driving beat. If you want to get in touch with us, find out what we're doing, you can find us on social media. Just search for either, just search for Midnight Hour Sound System on either Instagram or Facebook. And uh, so, yeah, we do have time for one more. Just a short one from Freddie Cannon uh, on the Warner Brothers label from 1965. Let me show you where it's at.
into the second hour of Dead Driving Beat from the WXX studios in Louisville, Kentucky. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for listening. That was Pearlene Gray and the Passengers with I Don't Want to Cry on Green Sea Records from 1966. Before that, you heard Johnny Thunder doing the Rosie Dance based on Ring Around the Rosie on Diamond Records from 1963. Johnny Thunder, uh, that's that's not his, uh, his, his given name, his real name. His real name was Gil Hamilton. Now, it's not unusual at all for, uh, for a performing artist uh, to go under a name that is not his given name. But usually, when they change their name, they haven't already had hits. He actually had uh, not a massive hit, but a, a, a substantial hit under his own name, Gil Hamilton. Uh, first, he did the original version of Tell Him. Uh, as Gil Hamilton went on to be d- done by Dean Parrish and the Exciters and various other people, um, and then uh, got convinced, got talked into changing his name uh, when he, I guess, I think, I guess he switched record record labels, um, and uh, became Johnny Thunder from from there on, and and you know he had most of his success as uh, as Johnny Thunder. Uh, that one, of course, is based on a nursery rhyme. The other side of this is uh, also kind of a nursery rhyme. It's called Rockabye, My Darling, and. Uh, he, he did a spate of nursery rhyme-based songs after having a hit in 1962 with Loop de Loop. Here we go with Loop de Loop, kind of n- nursery rhyme-based thing. So he was the nursery rhyme song guy for a little while there. That was the Rosie Dance by Johnny Thunder. And starting it off was Bobby Fuller 4 with The Magic Touch on Mustang from 1960. And uh, if some of you know those soul nerds think that song sounds familiar, there is a wonderful version uh, by Melba Moore that actually never came out but we all know it because it's been on uh, plenty of compilation albums and uh, yeah. actually was it did it did come out eventually on, but on not not anywhere near when it was recorded yeah which is a wonderful version and uh, anyway but that's uh, supposed to be the original Bobby Phil for the magic touch coming up next one from the Duques on the VJ label from 1962 I feel good all over Shout it I Tell the world all about it You make me feel like I own a million I wouldn't trade you for a hundred billion Oh, I feel good all over I watch it, baby, when you walk that wall I'll be a couple of whom you talk I look out for the Double dealers, cause this whole world has got a lot of hot dealers. I feel good all over. Feel like I'm walking on a clover. I can't explain how your love affects me. I only know that it so upsets me. Oh, I feel good all over. I watch it, baby, when you walk that wall. I'll be a couple of whom you talk I Look out for the a double dealers Cause this whole world has got a lot of hot stealers I 
comes running home to me and she will she will I'll be waiting impatiently until 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 the arms that used to hold me tight warm me up and make me feel alright that's how I'll know that my baby's coming home just played two artists you never thought you would hear on that driving beat. Yeah, although we have played both of these artists on here before, but yeah, you don't think about them as having that driving beat. Uh, first off, Paul Anker, My Baby's Coming Home, on RCA Victor from 1963. Before that, you had one I just discovered by Bobby Darren, of all people, the uh, a traditional pop uh, crooner kind of guy, known for Splish Splash, his versions of Mac the Knife and Beyond the Sea. Uh, from the late 50s, early 60s. Um, unlike a lot of the sort of traditional pop people, the crooners, uh, people like, uh, well, like uh, Sinatra and, and some of uh, Bobby Darin's contemporaries, Bobby Darin actually liked rock and roll. He liked folk rock. He liked uh, R&B. He liked, he liked interesting stuff. And at a few points in his career, he, tri he tried to kind of break out of his mold a little bit uh, into some of that other stuff. Uh, towards the late 60s, uh, he put out some stuff that I would call like angry, funky protest music. Uh, his, uh, his song, Long Line Rider, I've played on here before, is, uh, I, I think, fantastic. Um, that was from 1965 on Atlantic. It was before he'd kind of re really gotten into his sort of folk, funk, angry period. But there was, a little bit of, there was a little bit of folk rock in the pop, I think, there. And, and there was just a good driving beat uh, in that song. We didn't ask to be brought here. Um, you don't hear it in the lyrics, but there's a, it, it's, it's as close as he could get uh, in his career to a, a, a Vietnam protest song. You never actually hear that in there, but just some of the, some of the feeling, some of the, I mean, there's a whole idea. We didn't ask to be brought here anyway. Uh, we're, we're, this, this is not a world we were, we were uh, 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 part of planning. And uh, yeah, so that was Bobby Darren. We didn't ask to be brought here. Before that, Ronnie Love. 
Chills and Fever on Dart 1967. And the Duquesne started us out. I feel good all over, VJ 1962. All right, let's get back into the music now. Uh, a lot of what I brought today, while, while they are kind of new to my collection, um, that just means they've been in a box, uh, neglected, because um, they weren't to me, they weren't like really exciting ones when I picked them up. They were good ones to own. I'm like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm glad I have a copy of this, copy of this, copy of this. But they never like made it. I, I always got, I always got newer, sexier things. Uh, didn't cut the to, cheese to deal with. at the yeah. time. Yeah, so I never actually like cleaned them, cataloged them, put them in my collection uh, because they're common. Because you know you find them everywhere. But it doesn't mean they're not good and they're not worth listening to. So that's what we're going to listen to next. That's a reason why they were hit. Absolutely, know? absolutely. Good. Uh, on the Atlantic label from 1967, a record I've probably owned forever, uh, but just never actually cleaned a copy of it up and put it into my collection. The Young Rascals, I've Been Lonely Too Long. C'est la mode du temps, la mini-jupe, c'est la mode du temps. Pour 
I'm just a dreamer And she's right about me, I suppose But I could never, never, never be a schemer I don't know the things a schemer knows But I do know there's a better day coming up soon Baby, just you wait and see I find a sunlight in this darkness If you just stand with me I'm gonna make it someday I'm just playing some common stuff that I finally went through out of my boxes. Just, you know, some easy to find, inexpensive things, and Uwe drops a bomb. <laughs> that probably cost me less than what some of you were That's true. Cost That's true. You. you got a great deal on that. <laughs> you just played. <laughs> Shouldn't even say this, should I? Yes, I should. Uh, <laughs> Terry Cole, you look at me now on Cadet from 1968. And yes, it's one of my prized possessions I own. I'm very, very, uh, extremely lucky to have found that. And uh, it's a real deal, which is even more amazing. Yes. Yeah. Danny and Jerry, before that, we got a groovy thing going. 1967 on Raw and Records. Before this, Dominic Michel with Le Mini Jupe, which means the miniskirt. And that's on a French-Canadian uh, issue on Jupiter, a, a Canadian uh, record label. It came out in 1967. And also from 1967, uh, the hit, I've Been Lonely Too Long by the Young Rascals, started us off there. Zoop. Zoop. <laughs> Zoop. I'm trying, still trying to say this correctly. Let me zoop. All right. Um, on the show last week, I played one side of a record from a, a group co- from Indianapolis called The Joys of Life. I played the side that's kind of seen as Northern Soul uh, called Good Times Are Over. Uh, and I said, tune in next week and that's now to hear the the garage rock the uh the kind of 60s punk side of the record it's one of those records that it's uh, it's in demand by two different uh, subsets of the uh the the 60s 45 collecting world and and i'm in i'm in both circles on that venn diagram so <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah I'm, I'm glad to have it for both sides even though the copy i have is a uh, it's a little worn out but uh yeah, I didn't pay anything for it. So, um, the Joys of Life is the group uh, on Columbia from 1967. You heard "Good Times Are Over" last week. Here's "Descent." Oh, I've learned to get along and sacrifice those things you denied me. Oh, 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 oh,
All right, I played that uh, Joys of Life and then just took over the turntables. And, yeah, uh, you just kicked me out. I, I can't, I'm like, oh, hey, leave the studio. I'm okay. going to play some uh, some psych and garage. <laughs> I had time to go down to the pub, have a beer. That's right, that's right. But I'm back. Uh, yeah, I did take over that set for uh, for some things that I've uh, I've got in my box of new finds that uh, I just wanted to be able to play on the show. Uh, so we started off with the Joys of Life from Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, with a group called Descent that was on the Capitol label from 1967. Followed that with uh, a group called The Feminine Complex from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, that was an all all female band. Uh, the the lead singer and writer of that named Mindy Dalton, and uh, the, they met in high school uh, down in uh, in Nashville. That one came out on the Athena label in 1968. It's called Run That Through Your Mind. By the Feminine Complex. Yeah, and the high school is still there, and we stayed in a little motel, very close, like a couple of like buildings away from that high school. Guess what? I got bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> this was years ago. He's clean now. But, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we were, <laughs> we were uh, years ago, uh, uh, Uwe and I were, were road tripping down to Muscle Shoals, uh, uh, Indiana, uh, Indiana, Muscle Shoals, Alabama area to see some concerts and tour some studios. Stayed at a crummy little motel on the on the northeast side of it Nashville. It was the Fame Reunion. Don't, don't it, it was don't the Fame Fame Reunion yeah. uh, weekend down in the Muscle we met Shoals. Some amazing people that yeah, and you amazing. know we stayed cheap in Nashville. Uh, yeah. Did some digging in Nashville. Uh, <laughs> didn't get murdered, but uh, looked like that kind of motel. And so I was curious where this this uh, high school was. The Feminine Complex came together, and, and it's like a block from that, from that <laughs> motel. Um, after the Feminine Complex. You heard one by the Mark V, uh, sometimes billed as Sonny Flaherty and the Mark V. That was called Hagen Ductor. It's, uh, uh, they were from Dayton, Ohio. Um, that came out on the Counterpart label in 1967 uh, out of Cincinnati, Ohio. It also came out on, I believe, Phillips uh, uh, reissued, or not even reissued, picked it up and tried to take it national. Um, and, but I think it was recorded in Louisville from the, from the credits on here from the producer Ray Allen and uh, the publisher Full City Music. I'm betting that was recorded at Allen Martin uh, out on the east end of Lula. Um And then after the Mark V from California, you heard Moby Grape on the Columbia label again from 1967 doing Omaha. All right, I'm going to take over the turntables now. I'm going to go down to the pub. I'm going to go down to the pub. <laughs> go and have a beer. I started with the Coasters and their version of Love Portion Number no. 9 it came out in 1971 on King. It smelled like turpentine and looked like 
All right, that song means we're out of time. We want to thank you for listening to that driving beat today. What did we just hear, Uwe? That was the last song you heard was the Valentine's with Breakaway Soundstage 7 from 1970. Before that, Tony Clark with Landslide on Chess from 65. Malena Shaw, who sadly passed away this week. Let's wait in the water. So in the morning of her, I played that one, 1966 on Cadet, and started it with the Coasters, Love Potion number 9, 1971 on King. You can find us on social media. Just search for Midnight Hour Sound System on either Instagram or Facebook and uh, join us for the next That Driving Beat. Coming up uh, next, something from Louisville, the Henry, what- the Henry Watterson Expressway with You Better Take Me Home on TRX, label- TRX Records from 1969. Thanks for listening.